Formation, Pastor Ryan and Pastor Tyler here. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly, where each week we take an opportunity to explain the whys behind what we do as a church family. So this week we want to discuss why we've chosen to send Pastor Tyler on an extended sabbatical. So mm. for people that were um, at church this past Sunday, and if you didn't get an opportunity, if you missed it and you didn't get to listen to my talk, uh, it's called Doing Our Part. Make sure you go back and listen to that because it's a full sort of 25-minute explanation of this. Mm -hmm. But um, really, Sunday was my opportunity to share the things that I felt like needed to be shared. But, yeah. you know, we didn't um, like have you come and share either. And I What's think because I didn't think we all wanted to be there for six hours, <laughs> five and a half of which would have been snot nosed tears. <laughs> so, but I do think, I do think it's, it's valuable for, um, and, and ironically, this is, I think more than anything, yet another example of you serving the church by being willing to talk about this. <laughs> I, I don't know that it adds an immense amount of value for you to walk through all of this. So let me just say here at the outset, um, he's probably going to cry. So mm. this one might be longer than you nine minutes. Know. I do. Well, I already <laughs> saw a tear. So, um, and so, uh, yeah, basically if you just to give people the cliff notes, it's been, um, it's been a real long three years in particular. And, um, and I don't mean, I don't even know what the right thing to say here is. Um, I think the shortest way to explain it is that you are in a season of really intense burnout, yeah, which is entirely understandable. Like the math adds up to you being burned out when we look at everything that, that we've gone through, that you've gone through. And so the decision that we made last week uh, is to send you on an extended sabbatical. A sabbatical, for people that don't know, is not a vacation. Um, I want to reiterate this in as many ways as I can. Like, we don't pay you. You're not a paid employee of this church. Mm -hmm. So you are no different than any other volunteer that volunteers. Sure. You just happen to volunteer at a very, very high level. Yeah. And so you also run a full company called MyXP, providing support to over 30 churches around the country. Mm -hmm. And you have a personal life, just like everybody else, and you're trying to like cook for yourself and grocery shop. And, and additionally, and I think that this is valid, and I think all of the people in our church who are single will be able to resonate with this, you don't have a partner that you get to like divide and conquer those responsibilities with. It's mm -hmm. all you. So um, the only place that we see that you're able to step back and be able to recharge a little bit is on the formation front. Yeah. And as I talked about on Sunday, I think there's some really important systemic cultural uh, issues at play in our church that need to be reset as well. So sure. I'm not going to get into that again today. Go listen to that that talk from Sunday so you can hear that. So we're looking at uh, a minimum of three months, potentially upwards of six, really mm -hmm. however long it takes for you to be able to recharge and us to be able to reset. Both of those things are factors. Um, but, um, I thought it would be good for us to just tackle kind of three big questions and then we can talk about each of these a little bit. So I think more than anything, why don't you talk a little bit about like what, what led us here? Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I think part of it is even some of the people I'm pretty close to, I think we're just like, wait, what now? Mm -hmm. Um, because over time, like, I don't think it's a secret to anyone that it's been, you know, a difficult couple of years and mm -hmm. the last six months in particular and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. 
Um, and so people like care and so they've checked Mm -hmm. in and how are you doing? And, uh, you know, I've answered the question and answered it as honestly as my brain understood the answer to be, uh, that like it was challenging, but I was working through it and going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that there have been, uh, you know, in the last, I mean, (laughs) in my adulthood, Mm -hmm. but in the last 15 years being in ministry and that there's been, uh, quite a bit of things like that, you know, mm-hmm. things that come up and you're like, you know what, I just like, I've got to like figure it out and move on. And, uh, I've always used this analogy with you, like every once in a while, it's sort of like reminds me of some sort of kind of space movie mm-hmm. or something like that, where there's a base station and mm-hmm. it gets damaged. And so it like seals off the damaged part and like jettisons it out into space. Yep. I think the problem is if you do that, like I'm not an infinite, I'm a big dude, but I'm not yeah. infinite. Yeah. And so you start jettisoning off things and pretty soon <laughs> yeah. there's not much left except yeah. for like the central unit. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of where, uh, kind of like the background and then I don't, I don't exactly know how to explain it. Um, there's a book in particular, if you're really curious about this, if you, I know, uh, you've shared some of the burnout that you've felt. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously we're here talking about mine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a book called leading on empty that I'm going to be mm-hmm. working through this, um, just kind of for all of this. And so, yep. um, I, um, I would recommend that to anyone who's curious. I yeah. certainly, there's not going to be a test. It's right. not like if you really love me, you'll read this book. But, but genuinely, if you don't, if you just feel like, I just don't get it. Yeah. Uh, I think that this book does a good job of helping people through that. Yeah. And then the way that I like is I was having some conversations with people, you know, because I think that, you know, people that you have had conversation with and you would say to like, oh yeah, I'm fine. My My response to that has been, you know, like you weren't being dishonest. No. My thing has been, he he's fine as long as he doesn't get bumped. Yeah. And there's a lot about, particularly ministry in the local church right now, yeah. that is a constant source of bumping. And so, for instance, like a week ago Sunday, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of led to this, There, it was a pretty normal Sunday, but like seven things happened kind of yeah. back to back that were in and of themselves. So it started out with me... <laughs> yeah. um, I hit brew on the coffee uh-huh. and the guest service team and anyone who's ever worked at Starbucks will uh, appreciate this. But um, I had left, you know, we, we leave the spout down so that the air can flow through right. throughout the week so it doesn't get nasty. Yep. And I mean, around the world, you know, there's like 27,000 Starbucks. I bet at, at least 20,000 of them at three o'clock in the morning, yeah. there's baristas that are really cranky. Well, mm-hmm. I was that barista this week. And yeah. so I had hit brew, left it down. And so it brewed all over. It also like from cleaning and stuff, the machine had gotten pushed back a little bit. So it not only brewed onto the ground, it brewed into every single drawer of mm-hmm. all of that, like ruining a bunch of the stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like trying to clean it up. And then there were just a bunch of, you know, every once in a while we have a really smooth Sunday. And every once in a while we have a Sunday where I feel like I want to pack my bag and leave. Mm-hmm. And it was for this sure was one that. of those. And then as a result of all of that stuff, um, I was not like, you'd think like I would just like go home, go in my room and like shut the door. Mm -hmm. But I was kind of like wired as a Mm -hmm. result. And so I just felt like, you know, uh, to your point earlier, like um, being single is just unique Mm and that like, um, like the kind of the microcosm was when we were moving into this ministry center, mm-hmm. it was also the month that I was supposed to be moving. And it was so complicated because every time I left my house, there wasn't a human who stayed there and kept packing. That would have been great. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. And mm-hmm. so I had to be here and I had to be there. And mm-hmm. it was just complicated because, uh, there were lots of things. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I had, 
uh, after church, I had gone to Costco mm-hmm. to do some grocery shopping and because I needed to get that done as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had bought a bunch of things and heard some things shift mm-hmm. and didn't think anything of it. And then I got back to my house and opened it up. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever bought the like fresh chicken noodle soup, that's like a gallon container. I mean, Costco puts it in the the tiniest, like weakest clamshell mm-hmm. alive, but I know that mm-hmm. it's the same thing with their rotisserie chickens. Everyone who's bought one has also gotten rotisserie chicken juice in their car. Mm-hmm. Well, I got the entire gallon of, chicken noodle soup spilled everywhere mm-hmm. and like i'm in a condo so i had to go to like the manual and i mean i just i just broke mm-hmm. and i cried most of the day and like i just have you know for the past week just doing regular activities every mm-hmm. once while i just yeah lose it or especially if there's something that is like very i mean even like lightly emotional mm-hmm. or too many decisions or anything Mm -hmm. like that i just right yeah i just cannot my brain can't seem to like it doesn't have the capacity for Mm -hmm. that and that kind of like when you're having like that's a sign or a symptom of being just emotionally overwhelmed and overloaded and it's it is like that is like it's like when there's a light on your dashboard like the check engine light comes on and and that's a really important check engine light sure so then we something i've never experienced before and so then when we sat down together last tuesday and started to talk through it to basically look under the hood it was just really clear like it's it's really time for for an extended break. Like there's really no question about that. Yeah. Because to your point earlier, like I just can't pull back from anything else because, uh, even with this, like, I know you mentioned this on Sunday, like Mm -hmm. I still have to do my XP. Mm -hmm. My XP is me and Kenzie. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it doesn't really work. Right. Which is a very full, full time job. Yeah. I'm I'm (laughs) the executive director of this nonprofit that supports these 30 churches. So, yeah. So on the, on the topic of this extended break, let's talk a little bit about what it's going to look like. Um, because, you know, I know one thing that is understandable, wasn't the most helpful is that, you know, on Sunday you were like, people were like, what are you going to do? And what's it going to look like? And the truth is, yeah, we, do we you have any adventures. Yeah, plan? this yeah. was what I would describe as a necessary reaction to like, and which we, we work really hard to not lead in a reactionary manner. Right. But this was a situation where it was like, like I felt, and I got on the phone with Pastor Ashley, you know, our third uh, member of our board. And as we, we talked for, you know, well over an hour and both just felt really, really strongly like, no, we can't, we can't like have a three or six month ramp up to this. Like this needs to happen like effective immediately, mm-hmm. which means like we are still in very real time figuring out like what the next few months is going to look like for you. Yeah. And you're still figuring that out. But as you've had, you know, really just a few days, like share a little bit about what right now, what you're feeling like it's going to look like. Yeah. I mean, uh, truthfully, I don't really know. Yeah. And that question, um, somebody asked me that question on Sunday. I was spending some time on Saturday with someone and, um, they had some questions for me and I like attempted to answer some Mm -hmm. of those, like, what is it going to look like? And that alone just got me to a place where I just like couldn't really. And Mm -hmm. so I just said, you know what? I love you. I got to walk away, Mm -hmm. but you know, and so I just have had to like not know everything. I mean, typically I'd have like an agenda using some sort of app that would tell me everything that I was going to do. And that's just not possible. I think one of the things that's come up from probably the most people are like, so what will I do for corporate worship or where will Mm -hmm. I go to church? I'm not coming here. Um, where will I go? And I don't have an answer for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the odds that I go 
anywhere very regularly mm-hmm. or even possibly anywhere at all are mm-hmm. pretty slim. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give a little context to that because mm-hmm. I have a really unique uh, kind of relationship with the church as an organization, mm-hmm. uh, certainly at being God's house and where we're formed and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's very important to mm-hmm. me. But then as far as like a place to just visit or a place to get filled up somewhere else or mm-hmm. something like that, it just doesn't work that way very well for me. Um, I think the best illustration I can give is when I worked at Starbucks, I was mm-hmm. a district manager and I had 10 stores and mm-hmm. like they were my stores and I had to like make, you know, provide them leadership and hold them accountable mm-hmm. and all of those kind of things. And then when I'd go on vacation or need time away, mm-hmm. I didn't just go to like, I mean, there were certain places like in the Chicagoland area where there were hundreds of stores. Mm-hmm. And so even a few miles away would be ones that were not mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, I never really lived in the middle of my district. Mm-hmm. And so I was always passing and I just didn't spend a lot of time there because mm-hmm. you walk in and I immediately like, even though it's not my store, I start wiping down the condiment bar mm-hmm. and you know, you go to the restroom and you realize it needs to be picked up. And then you like sit and watch partners interact with customers and you wonder, well, why didn't you say good morning? Or like, like what's going on? Or like, mm-hmm. it seems like it's taking a long and you just start problem solving mm-hmm. and all of that. And especially, uh, considering that my vocation is my XP, mm-hmm. um, I'm always looking for like other ideas, other things that churches can use. I'm like, and even uh, if it's a smaller church or something, uh, what we have a lot of here in Utah and would likely mm-hmm. be where I would end up. Again, that same thing, like, it's hard for me not to just say, well, I, c- I could probably help them out if I right. could just, like, do X, Y, and Z or just, It'd be, like, like two weeks and yeah. somehow you'd be on staff at their I, church. I, I, <laughs> honest to God, I just, I, I have that problem. I yeah. know that of myself. And truthfully, um, uh, time with Jesus is very important through this next mm-hmm. season. Um, time, like, like intermixed with the church probably is not yeah. because that's one of the things that I'm looking to kind of just think through and reevaluate and, and just understand like, why do I do some of the things I do and, and Mm -hmm. how does, you know, as I come back, how is it different and Mm -hmm. all of that. And I think being immersed in that space, even if it's not ours is probably not going to be the best thing, but I think, you know, I'll continue to work with my spiritual director. Mm -hmm. Um, I will, you know, we will continue to meet Mm -hmm. um, and talk through the things that we're facing. Um, And I think that like, ultimately this quarter, if it's, that mm-hmm. or more than that, like mm-hmm. probably represents more Sundays than I have missed in my whole lifetime. Easily. And so um, it just like, it's not a matter of one of those people who are like, you know, I, I, I just need a break from the church. I yeah. just need to like spend some time in nature. Probably not going to find me in nature a lot. Um, <laughs> your and, back deck is as close as you're mm, going to get. It's re it's outside. It so is. I just tell people to get off my back. Um, so that, and then um, I, like, I, I like, this is not a regular for me, you know, it's not just like, Oh, a tea time or church. I don't know. Or like stayed out tonight or church or stayed out late too late last night or church. I don't know. And Mm -hmm. and I don't mean that in a judgmental way. I just also, um, even as we talked about this, I don't want to be the reason that other people are like, you know what? I probably, I probably need a break too. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a very, very unique situation. (laughs) And I mean, it, anyone that looks at this through any sort of generous lens is going to be able to understand that. So, you know, a huge name of the game 
you know, especially in these initial weeks and months is just creating space and margin for you to recharge mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And so, you know, practically, you know, what this looks like on our end is no, you know, you not being with us on Sunday morning, yep. you not attending meetings yep. and you not being at like church events yep. because all of that, and I know that this is like, this is just one thing that is very unique about being a pastor is all of that is also our vocation. Doesn't sure. mean they're not, we don't have friendships there. It doesn't mean that it's not community for us, but that is different for us than it is anybody else in this church. And I like, if you can't understand that, I love you and I don't know how to help you. Like it's just different. And I think it's fair to say that I'm not sure I've ever stepped foot at a Ridgeline slash formation event entity, anything Mm -hmm. that has not turned into labor for me. I don't don't know. I mean, I I can't think of one. No, there was thank you, but yeah. I don't remember it. So. I mean, I specifically asked you last Sunday not to come until 10. Yeah. And within two minutes of you being there, I saw someone come outside and go, I'm looking for Tyler. And I was like, really? <laughs> Today of all days? <laughs> so, yeah. so then let's... Yeah. And, and I do want to uh, call out on this um, uh, as well. So those will be other things. I mm-hmm. still will be performing uh, and and like serving as my XP for the church. Yeah. Um, and so some of those types of things, whether it be like a piece of communication or things like that, the rules about like my XP, because everyone I have for the most part is remote mm-hmm. is like, I have to be able to do it from my laptop. Yeah. Um, and so certainly I'm dialing back. I do a lot of extra things from my laptop for formation because I understand the inner workings of the church. Mm -hmm. A lot of times a remote church, like they're not going to have me post their events because by the time they give me all the details, because I don't know anything about what they do or why. Um, And so, uh, but just in the event, people see things, it's not like I don't necessarily, um, unless you're confident, I don't need like help being accountable. I think you'll do a great job of that. And I'm working hard on that as Mm -hmm. well. Um, and so if you see something from me, it's not like I've like cheated. Right. You know, so don't email back and be like, you're supposed to be on sabbatical because yeah, I'm telling you it won't be helpful. <laughs> that's never fun. No. And so I think as a closing question, you know, as, as we think about how we can help as a community help, as I said on Sunday, Galatians 6 to help carry your burden in mm-hmm. this season, what kind of, yeah, because support is not all the same for all people. Like some things that feels very supportive to one person. Yeah doesn't register the same for another. So when you think about what kind of support is most meaningful to you, yeah. what's just a couple of the things that are that, that are real front of mind for you? Yeah, I mean, I think um, uh, people have, and I think will continue to like reach out with a text message or a card or something like that. Um, had a sweet family from the church bring me dinner on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, that was super nice, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And like, uh, just like you pointed out, I'm not dying up, dying, you know, I, I, to my knowledge, I don't have cancer or anything like Mm -hmm. that. And so, um, there's not like getting your like final thing. Mm -hmm. So that's not necessary. So don't view it that way. But I do think, um, as best as possible. Um, and it's even hard for me to ask for this on a podcast when I'm not Mm -hmm. seeing anyone, but Mm -hmm. like, do your best not to like expect anything from me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that that's what would be it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a huge, that, that is, I would just say that that's a very fair expectation because so much of your, and this is, this is the imbalance that I was talking about on Sunday. You have over-functioned and we have under-functioned and, yeah. and needing things from you, expecting things from you, demanding things of you 
is there has been an, a lot of that and very little investment and input, period. Yeah. Like yeah. very little done for you while lots of stuff has been done for others by you. So that that's like rule number one through this whole thing yeah. is like you're, you're not you're, there is no expectation of sure. you. You're not to do anything for people. <laughs> and yeah, and I think that even if like, so if you send like a nice text or mm-hmm. something like that, like, uh, like, like, not only am I your like mental breakdown pastor, I'm also your one with ADHD, and so yeah. it's very easy for like things like that to get like missed, or mm-hmm. you know, because I will be working uh, probably more on some things for my XP. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not not busy. I think sometimes when people are like on vacation and you send a text, hope you have a great vacation and they don't reply, you think, well, geez, we're just sitting around at the beach or whatever. Right. I, I will not be at the beach at probably at any point. Right. Um, and so I just, um, just like be considerate mm-hmm. of the fact that, and, and I think that if we do get to, I had a lot of people say, well, you can't like bail on our friendship mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. And I don't have any, in, uh, intent to, I think, um, I am, even in relationships and all of that, mm-hmm. largely like the initiator, the instigator, the planner, the organizer, the executor, like, mm-hmm. you know, my goal most of the time, most of the people listening to this have come over to my house for dinner. Mm-hmm. And my response of if you can bring any, bring anything is usually like, just show up. Mm-hmm. And if you want to bring dessert, great. And if you don't show up with, uh, or if you show up without dessert, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Like I just am doing my best to make an environment where people don't have to yeah. do anything. Yeah. Um, and so through this season, if that could be like returned, that would mm-hmm. just be really helpful to not feel the stress of like, Oh, but I didn't like say thank you appropriately. Or yeah. I didn't like, there's just a lot of those types of things I'm going to need to sort through. And if being, inundated with them you know and it just as basic as like i don't know just pick a restaurant and Mm -hmm. say hey tyler this is where we're going tonight do you want to come or things like that Uh, i think there's i'm really struggling with some like decision stuff Mm -hmm. Um, which is very like decision fatigue is the technical term for it it's very very common with depression in general mm -hmm. and depression is very much tied to burnout as well and so decision fatigue even the smallest decisions can feel crippling yeah when you are really embroiled in that and that's a huge part of what people have to understand about you know what has happened especially over the last couple weeks is like your whole system is quite literally dysregulated. Yeah. And so as a result, these things that are simple and at other times in life are even second nature to you yeah. feel very, very hard right now. Sure. And that's totally understandable. Like deciding what I'm going to have for dinner or anything yeah. like is just like way, yeah, it just can bring me to a point of like, I just can't do yeah. this so then I won't eat or, you know, something yeah. like that. So I want to give an example of like the, 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 the whole expectation thing and yeah. how complicated that can be. I remember when, when Tamman and I had Ava, um, I was working at, I was a worship pastor at a church and someone like a handful of people from the church, like is really common, uh, like agreed to bring us dinner, Yeah, which in theory was like really nice, except this one guy showed up and he had a meal, uh, that his wife had made. And I met him at the front door and I said, Oh, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. He goes, Oh no, no, no. I'm, I'm coming in to eat with you. And I just, I'm like, I'm not going to be rude about it, Yeah. but I just remember in the moment being like, what? Like (laughs) we had no idea you were going to stay for dinner. And truthfully, had I known that was going to be part of the deal, I just would have said, thanks so much. We'll, we'll cover our own dinner tonight because we were not in a position that we wanted to host guests when Tam had been out of the hospital for like 14 seconds. So And I think things like that, like people need to understand, like you might feel like, 
well, I'm his friend. I want to be able to spend time with him. There just needs to be a lot of clarity around that kind of stuff because yeah. that is an ex, like that's an ex, that feels like, oh, cool. So now I'm, I'm being expe- expected to like sit and hang out. And I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't planning on that. So my, my point is just, if you bring a card over, if you bring a gift over, if you bring a meal over, like unless you, Tyler, have like said, hey, let's eat dinner together. Just plan to bring that and drop that. Sure. <laughs> Rather than have this expectation that, oh no, we're actually going to hang out for six hours tonight. Yeah. Because I think things like that, people don't always understand the toll that that can take. Sure. Yeah. And I just think that um, it's not like it was like, oh, remember when this happened before and this is how it felt, right? Yeah. Like this is brand new for me. Right. And so I just, I do know that I like, uh, I need to be careful because you can really like push yourself over and like I need me need to spend time in a facility and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I'm not really uh, interested in that. That really presents a problem for my XP and mm-hmm. life and all of those kind of things. And so as a result, like I just need to be really like do my best to like um, kind of keep my hands at 10 and two. Mm-hmm. The, the way I described it to people is I feel like by like that Sunday that I kind of broke down it's just sort of like having this cup of water filled mm-hmm. to the very brim mm-hmm. that you feel like you know what i can make it to that place and then as people bump you like and it could be the most casual but it's because mm-hmm. the cup is over so it's not it's not anyone's fault it's mm-hmm. not anything like that i'm not upset with anyone or anything mm-hmm. like that but it just it, and i feel like by like moving forward with this you'd think that like took some out of the cup Mm-hmm. less than you'd expect. Yeah. <laughs> and I, there's still a lot to work through. And mm-hmm. so I just need to like, whether it be like the number of nights a week, I'm going to say yes or mm-hmm. anything like that. I just need to like, keep it really mm-hmm. pretty like steady as she goes mm-hmm. before I start trying to do tricks. Yeah. You know? And so I think <laughs> my, my kind of closing piece here would be um, source me yeah. um, for things that you are thinking about doing for Tyler. Oh yeah. That'd be a good. Idea. So like, um, because I know you well, I'm also the one that's going to be the most intimately connected to you through this whole thing and know like how you are, sure. you know, from day to day, week to week, month to month. And so like, for instance, um, a man came up to me on Sunday and he said, Hey, I really want to be respectful of everything that we just talked about, but I'm supposed to have a drink with Tyler on Thursday. Should I like not plan on that, cancel that. And I was able to say, no, Tyler and I already talked about that. He, yeah. he said that he still wants to do that. So that's a great example of like, if you're thinking, Hey, I really want to invite Tyler over for dinner. That's, that's very kind and ask me so that I can kind of serve as this go between for you yeah. so that you're not having to, because here's, I mean, I've been your friend longer than anybody. No one is worse at saying no yeah. than you. And so I think one of the ways we serve you is don't put you in the position. Right. Cause I have no problem saying no. I, sure. I enjoy saying no. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so come to me, ask me and I can help, you know, people discern the timing more than anything else of all that. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, that's great. Well, I think just as we close, I think the thing that I've been the most encouraged by, and I know that you've seen some of it too, is, you know, the response on Sunday was um, overwhelmingly supportive. There wasn't anybody, as I was explaining this, that I felt like was giving me the stink eye or a weird look about like, well, this doesn't make sense. Or, you know, our our community in spirit, if nothing else, has really come around you and feels so um, no one in our community deserves to be loved and supported and carried right now more than Mm -hmm. you. And so my closing encouragement is like, let's, let's not have this just be a momentary thing. Like 
<laughs> Tyler will be back when we have changed the way that we function. <laughs> and uh, and I, I really am feeling so, and I know that you're not like there right now and that's okay. I'm feeling very hopeful. Good. I'm feeling very hopeful for you and I'm feeling very hopeful for our church because this, this is going to change or as I said on Sunday, this isn't sustainable. Yeah. So we don't really have a choice. Like yeah. we want to keep doing this together. We, we have to, to level set and balance, sure. you know, this really carrying one another's burdens thing out. Totally. And, and I am hopeful that we're going to get there. It's good. So uh, lastly with pastor Tyler out, the weeklies prop might be a little less frequent for a minute. I'm trying to kind of reimagine uh, how we might do this for the next few months. So until next time, please know that we love you and we're praying for you. And I will see you this Sunday. Thank you.